If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Well, I hope everybody is enjoying the uh, day off, if people have the day off. And uh, otherwise, for some of us, it's just Monday, and we're working. But... uh, Saw a couple of really good football games. What were they really good? I'm trying to decide. I think the teams who won them were really good. I think the first game, the first half was really good. Right? The first game, the first half was really good. Got to be honest about that, right? Chiefs-Titans, it's a good game. Second half, the best team won. And then the 49ers-Packers, the best team was just, that game was a little closer at the end than the whole game. I mean, they, they scored 20 points, but I, I don't know. That seemed like a gift. Seemed like a gift. So let's break them down. Let's talk about the two games. Let's talk about the teams in question. And I'll say this. If you listen to me on Thursday, I gave you the games. I gave you the teams. And I told you double-digit scoring. I told you. I think it was pretty close. I, I, I may have been off by a little bit. I have to check the numbers, but it was like 31-17, something like that. But let's start, firstly with the Tennessee Titans against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm absolutely happy. I am. I'm absolutely happy for Andy Reid. I am. I'm going to be honest. I'm happy. I am happy for him. I look at him and I say to myself, this guy is one of the great coaches to ever coach, and he deserves another shot at a Super Bowl. 
Now, after this year, I don't know. But I want Andy. I want Mahomes there. I want Andy Reid there. I want him to have a shot. Right? And I, wa- I don't want him to go down with, he's the best coach ever to win a Super Bowl. Because there are a lot of those guys. Right? We know those guys. Marv Levy, Bud Grant. He's the best coach never to win. Andy, Dan, didn't, did Dan Reeves not win with the, with, uh, the Broncos? Interesting. Dan Reeves, great coach. I mean, but Andy Reid deserves a shot to bring it home. Deserves a shot to bring it home. He's a great coach. And I felt the team played pretty darn well yesterday. They ran it well. They threw it well. They threw it to... They brought... They dug Sammy Watkins. By the way, Mr. 239 from area code 239, where I'm from. Sammy Watkins went to uh, South Fort Myers High School right here. They dug him out of the grave. Guy was good week one, then did nothing, literally nothing the rest of the season, and he goes 7 for 114 and a touchdown. So, I mean, good play calling. And Pat Mahomes, the last couple weeks, one of the best bets, one of the best prop bets has been Mahomes rushing yards over. I've always thought Mahomes was faster than people gave him credit for. Now, here's what was interesting. They had created some design runs for him by the goal line. That was absolutely true. Last year, they created a lot of running plays. And here's what happened. Mahomes was so good, they got rid of those plays. Do you know why? They didn't want him to get killed. They didn't want him to risk getting injured, so Andy Reid threw all those plays out. That's no joke. Because they, they, they're like, oh, my God, I can, they, we don't lose this guy for, for a week ever, right? That, they, he had, had the greatest season. So Mahomes has always been able to run. He is athletic, very athletic. You know, people are like, oh, surprised at the mobility. No, 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 he's always had it. He's always had it. They've chosen not to use it. But Mahomes realizes over the last couple of weeks, he's realized that he's needed to use it. So here's what's amazing. If I told you that Travis Kelsey would go three for 30 and they would still win, you'd be like, nah, but they can. Why? Because Damian Williams, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, they're very deep. It's a very deep team. Right? There's a... But the two teams who won are the deepest teams. The Chiefs are very deep with a great quarterback. The best quarterback playing today. This is not even a question. Lamar, good. Mahomes, great. Aaron Rodgers, good. Mahomes, great. Mahomes is the best. Ask yourself this one question. Tell me the quarterback you'd want to build with for the next 10 years. I would think 90% of people would say Mahomes, maybe 10% would say Lamar. But, look, I'm not dissing Lamar, but Lamar crumbled in the playoffs, so Mahomes hasn't crumbled. Two AFC Championship games, 1-1, lost one to the Patriots, Uh, batting 500 to me, and he only lost to Tom Brady, the GOAT. So let me tell you something here about the Chiefs. Two, Two players... I thought made the big difference. And they're not going to be the players that, you, that you're thinking of. Firstly, Chris Jones. 
his return was enormous because he is such a pass rushing specialist that Ryan Tannehill didn't have any time to throw in obvious passing downs. Had no time. Chris Jones was a difference maker. And Daniel Sorensen played the game of his life. Dude could have had an interception at the end of the game as well. He Derrick Henry couldn't breathe. Every time he turned around, Daniel Sorensen was on him. Couldn't find any room. Couldn't find any room. This guy did an outstanding job. Now, Chiefs are a good team, but I'm not sure they played a great team. They played a very good team, but the Titans are limited. Titans didn't have another way to go when Derrick Henry got stopped, right? A.J. Brown, three for 51, when Corey Davis leads your team in receiving, that's a problem. It's a problem. Titans were good. They played great. But when they were taken out of what they wanted to do, they couldn't handle it. You're not winning a Super Bowl unless you can run and pass. It's true. Titans aren't a bad passing team, just not good enough. Not good enough to go to the Super Bowl. All right, we'll continue to break down the games. I'm Dr. Roto, full-time fantasy. Breaking down the Titans, Chiefs, and of course, the 49ers. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. Dr. Rota here, full-time fantasy. Hope you're enjoying your Monday. I know I am. So let's break down this game here. Here is the Titans' problem. Ryan Tannehill's good. He's good. He's a good quarterback. But you got to give me better receivers than Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith. You're not going to the Super Bowl and winning with that. Now, I'm telling you straight up. Tennessee goes to the Super Bowl. They get mauled by the 49ers because the first thing the 49ers are going to do is stop Derrick Henry, and then the, the Titans have no, nobody, nothing else. Right? Imagine a boxer who only has a left hand. You need a left and a right. Boom, boom, boom. Left, right. Boom, boom, boom. Hook, jab, hook, jab. They took them out of the game. Derrick Henry had a great first half. The game was close. And then all of a sudden, the second half, the better team won. Just a better team, better play calling, held on the ball, worked the clock. And then the Titans were going like, what was it, three and out? They couldn't, they couldn't get any sustained drives. Nothing. And my biggest contention is this. When Ryan Tannehill go, goes back to pass, you've got to look for A.J. Brown. He is your difference maker. If you can't use Derrick Henry, then you better go to A.J. Brown. When you're going to Corey Davis, you're not winning. Just not. You're not going to be where you need to be with Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys and Jonu Smith. I thought the Titan defense was okay. Not, Not great. Not bad. But did they ever have a big play? Did they make a big play anywhere along the way? They've been making big plays up until this point. They got beat horribly on that Sammy Watkins touchdown. Horribly. And then, to be quite honest with you, they couldn't cover Tariq Hill. But who can? Couldn't cover him. I mean, can any? They need a better cornerback. Malcolm Butler would have made a difference either, by the way. Oh, Malcolm Butler. Don't worry. He, he, Adoree Jackson at least has the speed to stay with Tariq Hill. He's just not good enough. 
Tariq Kill is a special talent. And I don't think, now, and let me just say this, Dean P is a very good coordinator. Maybe if he had two weeks to prepare, maybe. Like the 49ers have two weeks to figure this out. They'll figure something out. Right? Because I, I think what you do is you stop Hill, you stop Kelsey, and you make somebody else beat you. And if Sammy Watkins can make the plays, he will. And Sammy Watkins has a very good chance of being the Super Bowl MVP because he's going to be left open. He's going to be left open. You're going to stop Kelsey. You're going to stop Tariq Hill. The running game is the running game. You're going to contain Mahomes as much as possible. See, the other thing people don't realize, the 49ers have very good linebackers. They will contain Mahomes' running. They will. But can they contain all those receivers? Not so sure. But how about just a hearty congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes has two more years on his rookie deal. I'd love to see him get there this year. I'd love to see him get there next year. I'd love to see it. Because the window, as we all know, when he starts to make his gobs of money, the window's going to close. The window's going to close. Because you can't pay everybody. And that's what the NFL does. So you have a window when Mahomes is still cheap, when Hill is still cheap, when Kelsey's still affordable. They were able to get Frank Clark, right? They were able to get Frank Clark. How many teams could do that? Only a team that, that, that has a, a quarterback on a rookie deal could go out and get a Frank Clark. Frank Clark is a luxury. It's a luxury. They're built to win right now. This year, next year. That's it. Maybe one more year. Then and then it's all done. So the Chiefs have to get there now. This is their window. There they are. Let's turn our attention now to the NFC. When was this game over? I think it was over in the first quarter. It may have been over for me on the first play of the game. Because when Raheem Mostert was running through that uh, the the the, uh, the Packers like butter. It was over, just cutting through in a, like a knife. Six yards, seven yards. I mean, the guy ran two, 29 times for 220 yards and four touchdowns. This was predictable, by the way. I need you guys to know this. This game was predictable. Told you he was going to get a bunch of carries. They got, what is it, 35, 36, 37, 38, 42 carries. 42 carries. Garoppolo threw the ball eight times. He didn't have to throw it. Why throw the ball? My son's like, they're boring. I go, they're not boring. He goes, yes, they are. They'll pass. I go, they don't need to. Look, the 49ers are going to are, are play like the Titans. Except the 49ers are better than the Titans. But the 49ers and the Titans are very similar. They want to run the football. It's Super Bowl time. You don't think that they're going to run the ball with Mostert and Bryda and Coleman? They will. Now, if the Chiefs don't stop the run, this game is over. If the Chiefs do stop the run, which... 
you have to go all in on stopping the run. Then all of a sudden, the game changes. Garoppolo throwing it to Debo, Garoppolo throwing it to Kittle, Garoppolo throwing it to Emmanuel Sanders. I think that's the move you make. You go all in on stopping the run because the run sets up everything. And they got a million guys who want to run the ball. But you make them pass. You make Jimmy G beat you. So I'm telling you, one of the great bets that should be made right about now is Jimmy G being the Super Bowl MVP. Because I'm telling you, it's not going to be Mostert or, 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 any, or Coleman or something like that. Because I've got to think that the Chiefs go all in on stopping the run. Which means the pass is going to be open. And if Jimmy G could do a good job, they're going to win. Because it's going to be very hard to stop the run and the pass. The Packers couldn't do it. The Packers had no chance. The Packers' run defense had been suspect all year long. It's it's why I thought that the Seahawks were going to win the week before. The problem was the Seahawks had Marshawn Lynch and Travis Homer. Had they had Chris Carson, they win that game, by the way. Told you that. They win that game. So, the 49ers did nothing special yesterday. They just played 49er football, which is ram the ball down your throat. And the Packers couldn't stop it. And, I mean, was Aaron Rodgers bad? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't great. He wasn't sharp. The numbers are deceiving. 31 for 39, 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Those are deceiving numbers. I mean, there, there was a lot of garbage time there. I mean, Devontae Adams at one point had like two catches for 30 yards, and all of a sudden he finished nine for 138. That's garbage time production. Seriously, it's garbage. They couldn't do anything. Aaron Jones played well. Adams played well at the end, but effectively, the 49ers took Adams out of the game. So, here's how it works. You run the ball, and you stop the run. You do those two things, you win. Football's not a hard game when you think about it that way. You run the ball, you stop the run. You throw when you have to, you win the game. Other teams do it differently. We throw, we stop the run. But you got to stop the run either way. All right, I'm breaking down the championship games, AFC and NFC. By the way, Jim Day is coming on about 2.40. Looking forward to talking to him. I'm Dr. Roto, back with you right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, if you want to be the next daily fantasy legend, go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projection powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven day golf membership. That's DailyRoto.com. Promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. So, Sean, did I sent you that uh, text, right? Oh, I have to get him. He's a little preoccupied. What? Pretty good, right? It's pretty good, right? Oh my God, she has a future. Oh, that, that's great. I told you, right? Oh, now, do you amazing. know what she gets from me? Nothing. It's all your mom. I cannot draw a straight all her line. Mom? Yeah. Cannot draw. <laughs> my daughter just. My daughter just. My daughter just won an art contest today. It was like a Martin Luther King uh, art contest, and she had to draw a picture in school, and she wanted the, the county art contest. It's crazy, dude. That I cannot crazy. even draw a straight line. If you said, we, we, my son and I had an art off. Stick you know what figures? the art off was? Stick. To yeah, see who was worse. <laughs> That's funny. Right. We're like, draw a tree. If you saw my tree, you'd be like, what was that? I have no, no art. Are you artistic at all? Absolutely not. Are you musical? Nope. Yeah, me neither. No. I don't know. 
I'm not. I'm not I very have artsy. Those jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't blessed with those jeans. I, 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 but I married somebody who's artsy. There you go. My, my wife is, is very is very like artsy like that. She can draw. She can do stuff. Like my daughter could take a piece of paper and make it into like a McDonald's Happy Meal paper mache thing. I, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I look at a piece of paper oh. and I just throw it out. <laughs> That's exactly me too. Yeah, I crumble to a ball and I make it a ba- you know basketball hoop. What can I tell you? All right, back to the game. Green Bay, 49ers. Did, was, there any, was there a point at any time that you thought Green Bay was going to win? Because there was never a point that I thought they had a chance. From the onset, from the onset, Aaron Rodgers, look, he threw the ball to, to Devontae Adams all year. But there was never a number two guy. Alan Lazard, three for 36. Jimmy Graham, he almost had that touchdown, but there were no weapons. See, here was the problem why the Packers had no chance of winning. You had Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and nothing. You can't go to a Super Bowl two players. You can't. I mean, you have to have more guys. It's much like the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, you need something more. Now, maybe you can go to the Super Bowl if you play another team who only has two guys. Look, Green Bay could beat the Saints. It's possible. Saints have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. That's it. My two guys beat your two guys. But the 49ers are like, an, are like a small army. It's like a 1,000 of them. They're so deep. Tevin Coleman's out. No problem. I got Mostert. Mostert's out. No problem. I got Bryda. Bryda's out. No problem. I got Jeff Wilson. They got a million guys. Debo Samuel, no problem. Kendrick Bourne. Look, you didn't even see Dante Pettis not even in the, in, in the box score. And Dante Pettis would arguably be some team's third receiver. You don't think that Dante Pettis goes to the Jets? He's their third receiver? For sure. They don't even play him. Kyle Shanahan doesn't even like him. Richie James could play. They don't even play that guy. All he does is uh, return kicks and punts. They're deep. Now, the blueprint, the blueprint for winning in the NFL should be documented, written up, and find John Lynch. Because you know what? They did everything right. They got themselves their quarterback. Well, firstly, they got themselves their coach. Kyle Shanahan's legit. I was never a fan of the father. Never. But the son I'm a fan of. I I never thought the father was a great guy. And there was an interesting article about Albert Hainsworth. Mike Shanahan hated that guy. I don't know if anybody read that. It was a very sad article on Sports Illustrated about Albert Hainsworth. He's sick too, needing a needing a, a, a kidney transplant. Let's see if I can get him on the radio. It's my goal is to try to get Albert Hainsworth on here. But Kyle Shanahan comes on, and he changes that team because he knows players. John Lynch comes, and they build a team. They get Jimmy Garoppolo. Then they get themselves Jarek McKinnon, who really has never played a down for this team, always injured. Didn't matter. 
They go get Mostert. They get Bryda. They pick up Tevin Coleman this year. Everybody was poo-pooing Coleman. Well, because he's not a great player, but part of a rotation, he's good. They draft Debo Samuel. Look at that. Another good draft pick. They have Kittle. They make a trade for Sanders. They were willing, which was interesting, how many teams would take Dante Pettis and bench him? Most teams would never do that. Most teams would have never have the guts to do that. Shanahan did. He's like, yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't like how you're playing. You're benched. Most teams are like, oh, Dante Pettis, he's pretty good. Ah, he never fits Shanahan's system. Benched. Then they go out, and they've got a really good defense. A really good defense. Led by a defensive coordinator who is fantastic. You have Nick Bosa, who is absolutely defensive rookie of the year, bar none, bar none. If if anybody else wins a vote, I'm going to look into this because Bosa is the best. And they've got three tremendous linebackers: Quan Alexander, who, by the way, was a great was a very good linebacker for the Buccaneers. People forget that he was a tackling machine for the Buccaneers for years. Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, great. They bring in Richard Sherman, who's won a Super Bowl before and is an intelligent player. They've got Ward, they got Tart, they got Mosley. That's a good team. Oh, by the way, I didn't even talk to you about their offensive line. McClinchy, great draft pick. Great draft pick. First rounder. 2018. So look at what they've done. They've made great trades and great draft picks. Maybe maybe winning in the NFL isn't that hard. If you know what you're doing. Great draft picks, great signings, great coaching. Are you telling me that the 49ers can't win next year too? Maybe they lose Richard Sherman. Okay. Maybe they do. But pretty much everybody else is going to be back. Funny thing is, what, and what, what is interesting, Solomon Thomas was drafted first in 2017. This guy's been a dog. They've replaced him. Right? I told you that. They are willing to replace guys. Dante Pettis, second round, you're not performing, you're benched. They don't mess around. If you don't perform up to expectation, you don't play. A lot of coaches profess that they do that. You know, when coaches like, well, we're going to see how it goes in practice, the best players you're going to play. Best players play here. It's true. Next man up mentality. And by the way, I would argue that one of their best receivers hasn't played it down all year. Has he played it down? Yeah. Jalen Hurd, you're going to see this guy. He's a third round pick. He's 6'4", 230, slot receiver. You haven't even seen him yet. You haven't even seen him yet. They get to add him next year. So you still have Garoppolo. 
You still have the running game. You've got Sanders and Debo and Kittle, and now you add Jalen Hurd. So could the 49ers end up being back there again? Yes. Yes. Now what's interesting is why this team might have longevity. Because they don't have any big names to pay. Get Nick Bosa, but you'll worry about paying him in four years. So this team is just really good coaching and really good player personnel. And you know what? Maybe Emmanuel Sanders doesn't have that long a career with them. He signed away. Yeah, the contract's going to be over, right? So they move on from Sanders. They can replace that. That's something replaceable. Figure that part out. Debo Samuel's a one. Played great football. So are the best two teams in the Super Bowl? I think so. The Chiefs were the best team in the AFC. And the 49ers were the best team in the NFC. Now, what was interesting is that the 49ers had a very tough schedule. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Saints. Those were great games to play in the middle of the season. That team got better from playing those games. Those were playoff games in the middle of the season. It was a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise because they saw what they needed to do to beat those high-level teams. Because playing the Cardinals, you don't learn anything. You learn from your losses and not from your victories. You beat the Cardinals by 30 points. What do you learn? Nothing. You lose to the Ravens, you learn a ton. Good coaching. Shanahan and Andy Reid, great coaches. Great evaluators of talent. There's no shock why these two teams are where they are. They are the best. Sorry if you root for the Packers. Sorry if you root for the Titans. That's what you got. All right, you know what I got? I got Jim Day coming on. Fantasy Taz joining me right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Dr. Roto back with you here from Full-Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. And we're heading into baseball season. I'll be talking about my FSGA draft and many other things, so check me out there. But right now, our guest is my friend, Jim Day. Jim, so did you have the winners? I did have the winners, although I did think that Green Bay was going to cover, but I did have the two winners. I really thought the Green Bay 49er game was over on the first play of the game or when Raheem Mostert ran for about eight yards in that first carry. Well, that was a pretty good call then. You should have been all over the live betting at that point. Well, I mean, I was arguing before that if you can't stop a team from running the football, they don't need to pass. Green Bay's run defense had been suspect all year long, Jim, and the 49ers just took advantage of that. Oh, no, absolutely agree. No, no doubt about it. And the fact that, you know, 49ers have some good options there. Mustard has been playing lights out uh, since he's come on with all the injuries they had earlier in the season. So it was, you know, clear thing. But, you know, to me, it wasn't so much. Look, the guy got it done. He had amazing numbers, nothing against him. But most of the time he had wide open lanes. And that just comes from great scheming from an offensive coach that knows what he wants to do. Yeah, I, I I think I tweeted that out. It was the biggest the biggest running lanes I've ever seen, uh, in, in a playoff game. And the, these guys had huge holes. So let me ask you this: you're you're a big football guy. Is there any way that the Green Bay Packers could have won this game? Because I think if these two teams play a hundred times, I think the 49ers win a hundred times. No, I do think you know Green Bay. Look, uh, if a couple of bounces had gone their way early, then it you know it could have been different. We've seen it too often. Um, they do have, you know, some good tools in, in Rodgers, of course, and Adams and, and Aaron Jones. Um, and then some other little pieces that fit in a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, you know, it's not surprising when you look at their passing numbers and you see that he tried to throw to 11 different guys. 
That's a you know that's just what he does at this point. If it's not Devontae Adams, he'll take anybody wearing the same color jersey as him. Isn't that their biggest problem though? That they have Aaron Jones, they have Devontae Adams, but they really Valdez Scantling, Geronimo Allison. Nobody really stepped up. Maybe Lazard did for a week or two, but they really need a, another wide receiver there. Oh, they absolutely do. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they pick up, you know, somebody in free agency this year and go out and get. I, I think for me, you know, the guy that fit would fit perfectly would be Robbie Anderson. Um, I think he would be in a great addition on the other side opposite Devontae Adams, and he's going to be a free agent. But they do need to go out and do that. And, you know, after the failure, basically at this point of both Allison and uh, Valdez Scantling, you have to think that they want to go some with somebody who's a little bit more established at this point. I love that idea, by the way. Robbie Anderson to the Packers, is that's brilliant. I mean, that is the perfect fit right there. I mean, they need a speed guy because Adams is great over the middle, and but uh, they really could use a guy that could uh, challenge uh, safeties deep. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think it would be a perfect addition there. And, you know, we, we know what he can do when given the chance. So I, I definitely think it would be somebody that Rodgers could grow to trust. And that's a big thing with Rodgers. We see that a lot. He goes to Adams because he can trust Adams. He knows he's going to be where he's supposed to be. He knows that he has a, a really good catch radius. The problem is he just doesn't trust the other receivers. He'll go to them when he has to, but he's always looking for Adams. You know, before you came on, I said that I thought the 49ers should be a, a blueprint of how to draft and how to coach. Think of it this way. They've made some great draft picks, and they've also not played guys who were high draft picks. Solomon Thomas, not producing, you're on the bench. Dante Pettis, second-round pick, you're not producing, you're on the bench. They're a very good judge of talent in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, look they've got a great pedigree there. Uh, and a coach that right now is just playing, you know, coaching at the a top level. He's just doing it right. He's making all the right calls, you know. He knows he doesn't really have to rely on the passing game in this one, so why bother? Just go with the run. You know you can chomp him up with different play calls and then hit him every once in a while with a play-action pass, and you're good to go. So, you know, Kyle Shanahan has been coaching, you know, at a very high level. I know, uh, you know, Baltimore got the – coach of the year but man to me Kyle Shanahan definitely was in that conversation oh I agree with you I think Kyle Shanahan is the best play caller of any coach in the NFL I really do because I mean this team is not blessed with talent they're blessed with scheme Jim I mean that he's taking mediocre guys and I would argue maybe Sanders and Samuel and Kittle maybe they're they're better than mediocre maybe they're above average but I mean how many stars are on this team and he makes them look like stars no, he does. He, he puts them all in the right you know, place to succeed, and that's what you can ask from a coach. That's all you can ask from a coach, and he does it well. He does it often, and you know that's why this team has been one of the highest-scoring teams in the league all year. I mean, when you think of San Francisco, you think of that defense, but they've still been one of the highest-scoring teams all season long because he knows how to put that offense in places where they can succeed. All right, let's take a look at the AFC for a second. And I think that the Tennessee Titans had a great run. But this Chiefs team is very deep. I mean, Travis Kelsey went three for 30. It didn't even matter, Jim. They found Watkins. They found Tyreek. They just find different ways to win. Yeah, this is just, yeah, he's, it's going to be interesting. This is a what looks like it could be an excellent game between these two teams. Um, you know, Kansas City's defense came up and played big when they had to and stopped a red-hot 
you know, Derrick Henry, and that was a big part of taking apart Tennessee in this game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy again, playing at the top of his game, and he just does things we've just not seen quarterbacks do in the past. And, um, you know, he's always going to be in a game. I don't care what kind of defense you put on the field. He may not get the kind of numbers we're looking for each and every week, but he'll always be in a game. Now, I want to give you a lot of credit. I'm going to forget the name of the company, but do you remember last, not this past year, but last year you used to do all the preseason write-ups and you used to put them together on from all the different training camps? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. At Fighting Chance Fantasy, yes. Yeah, Fighting Chance Fantasy. So I remember reading one of the blurbs there that they were using Patrick Mahomes by the goal line, that the Chiefs were using him to run the football. And so all year long, I was waiting for this to happen. And then what I realized in week one or week two, they used him and he almost got injured. And then he was playing so well, they stopped running Mahomes because he didn't want to risk the injury. But the truth was, Mahomes has always been mobile. They just have never needed to go there. But now they can go there and there's de- this is definitely another weapon they have. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, again, it really does come down to what I think is going to be an exciting game because... On the other side of the coin, you have Andy Reid, who's another really good offensive-minded coach. Uh, he calls a nice you know, change of offense all the time, and that's what's going to make this fun because these two coaches are both at the top of the game at calling offenses and coming up with wrinkles that I think we're going to see a ton of different wrinkles in this game, and it's going to be the team that you know, makes the most out of those wrinkles that wins this game. Talking to Jim Day, works for ffchamps.com. Jim, let me ask you this. We know that the 49ers have a great offense. We know the Chiefs have a great offense. We know the 49ers have a great defense. Is the Chiefs' defense good enough to win a Super Bowl? Yes, I definitely think they are. Look, they've played so much better this year. They've been a lot better against the pass. They were definitely you know, susceptible against the run. But then they made adjustments this past week coming into this game and stopped like I said, the red-hot Derrick Henry. You know, this is a guy that had three straight games of over 180 yards. Um, He was just putting up monster numbers, and they held him to 3.6 yards per carry in this game. So they really stepped up on that edge. Now, if you're scheming, if you are the Chiefs and you're scheming for the 49ers, do you just go all in and stop the run and make Jimmy G beat you with his arm? Um. If I am, I probably do this. Why I would never be a good coach because I go back and forth like the old comic books where it's like, oh, Willie or won't he? Won't he, Willie? Won't he, Willie? Yeah, I go crazy. Um, I definitely overthink this kind of stuff. But if I'm a coordinator there, then absolutely I'm saying, okay, I'm going to sell out against the run and let the passing game beat me. If I'm San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan, and I'm saying, you know what? I'm coming out throwing. Because everybody's looking for that damn run, and I'm going to come out throwing right from the start and put it on Garoppolo a little bit to get it started and then turn it back to the running game. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a very good call there. I think that that, sh- that is the way that the, uh, the, the San Francisco 49ers win this game is if they come out throwing, and now all of a sudden if they can't stop them one way, then they certainly can run on them. Then there's no way they're gonna, the Chiefs are going to stop them. And that's where it comes down to for me. But then again, uh, if I'm the Chiefs coordinator, I'm saying, okay, well, if I do this and he does that, well, then I got to do this. And that's where I drive myself crazy. 
Now, let me ask you this. Can the, can the Chiefs run the ball well enough with Damian Williams? The 49ers have had one of the top three run defenses all year. They've also been really good against tight ends all year. So if you take away uh, Travis Kelsey and you take away the run game, do the Chiefs have enough? They do because they're not really relying on a run game. Um, you know, the great thing about Damian Williams is that he's a good receiver as well. So, you know, that's where they're going to make hay with him again. That's, you know, he ended up having decent both ways, 44 yards receiving, 45 yards rushing. And that's what's good about him. That's why he's perfect for this offense is because he doesn't give any tips to the defense when he comes on the field. It could easily be a run play. It could easily be a pass play. You just don't know. There are too many running backs in the league that when they step on the field, you know it's going to be one or the other. He doesn't give that up. So he's perfect for this because he's a great receiver and he's a decent runner. He's not going to blow the doors down against this defense uh, on the ground at all. And they know that. But if they can get him out in the flat and give him a little different ways to focus the ball to him, I think he still ends up with a decent game. I think the Chiefs had a lot of great players yesterday. Chris Jones played well. Daniel Sorensen played well. This guy, Tano uh, Passignan, played well. I mean, who do you think is the impact defensive player that's going to have to step up in the Super Bowl for the Chiefs? I think it's Sorensen. I think he's done it two weeks in a row where he's made some big plays. Like you just said yesterday, last week, he definitely turned a couple the tide in that game. So I think it's Sorensen. He seems to be the one that's stepping up the most. All right, Jim Day, no pressure on you. Who's winning this game and what's the final score? Uh, my initial thought right now is Kansas City, and I'm going to say 27-24. Is that because you like Andy Reid and you want him to get the win? Um, more so, I like Mahomes and I want him to get the win. All right. If it comes true, I'll remember you said it first. <laughs> there you go. I'm sure I wasn't the first, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Jim Day from FF Champs, thanks for coming on, my friend. Good talking to you. Hey, thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. You got it. All right, great job by Jimmy. He always does a great job analyzing all the games. And, yeah, I mean, we really saw that – you know, Shanahan is an absolutely genius play caller. And Jim was right. He was. He was a genius play caller. And he knows the right guy, the right guys to use at the right times. I also love what Jim said about the, the Packers getting Robbie Anderson. Now, Robbie Anderson's already said about the Jets, he's not giving them a home team discount. So you know what? I hope Robbie goes and gets paid. And if Robbie Robbie goes to the Packers. The Packers might be back in the Super Bowl picture next year. He might be that missing ingredient. I thought that was a great call by Jim. I, 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 you know, I'm sure I would have thought of that, but I'm going to give Jim all the credit for that, especially if it happens, because he said it here first and I heard it. All right, we're going to have to, a lot of time to be talking about the Super Bowl, which teams are going to, who's going to win, what the spread's going to be, all the prop bets, which color of Gatorade is going to get tossed, how long this national anthem is going to be. We will go through all of that stuff with everybody, right? We will check it out. And over the next couple of weeks, uh, maybe we'll take a look at these the, the prop bets because people love betting on this stuff. And, uh, you know, we need my listeners here to make sure that uh, we're on the cutting edge, right? All right, taking our final time out. I'm Dr. Roto. Back with you right after this.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with you here. A little piece of a little nugget here. CBS Sports' Jason LaConfora reports there's a lot of buzz about Tampa Bay being a possible landing spot for Phillip Rivers. So here's why. Phillip Rivers recently took his, left his home in San Diego and moved cross-country to Florida to be closer to his family. And his family lives in Alabama. So I think a lot of people are thinking, Phillip Rivers is not going to go play for San Diego and not be near his family. So where there's smoke, there's fire. 
So if Tampa Bay decides, you know, we're done with famous Jameis, we like to bring Big Phil in there. Big Phil's like, hey, my family's here. Here, Mimon, Peepaw. Let's go uh, check it out. So now Phillip Rivers is the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me tell you this. The one thing I can tell you for sure is Phillip Rivers will not be with the Chargers next year. He will not be with the L.A. Chargers. I believe the Chargers are the team that could move up in the draft the biggest. That's a team who might go chasing Tua at three. See, the Dolphins pick at five. Giants pick at four. Lions pick at three. If you want Tua, you're going to have to go into the Lions spot. Now, personally, I think the Dolphins should do that. The Dolphins should trade with the Lions and get Tua. Because if they don't, the Chargers are going to jump in there. Now, the Chargers may not do it, may not, may not, and they may just jump later and get Justin Herbert. But they're going to get a new quarterback. And I doubt it's going to be Tyrod Taylor. Maybe it's Andy Dalton. Maybe it's somebody. But I don't believe it's Phillip Rivers throwing a Keenan Allen. I don't think it's Phillip Rivers throwing a Mikey Williams and Hunter Henry. Big change. All right. But now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Keep it right here for Wager Talk. They'll be here next. Sean, appreciate you. See you tomorrow, my man. All right, guys. And for everybody out there, be well. Take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.